Welcome to the New Vision Podcast. New Vision, New Vision, covering the whole world. Welcome my brothers and sisters to today's Love Notes by Hilary Joseph by Nemijisha, Dr. Love of the New Vision. It's a pleasure to have you, especially now that we are getting closer to our Valentine's Day on Sunday, 14th of Feb, 2021. I come here, my brothers and sisters, to talk about love, to inspire you to celebrate Valentine's Day on Sunday. And yesterday and on Monday, we talked about why you need to celebrate Valentine's Day, why the expenditure shouldn't bother you that much. And today, I'm going to take you to the history of Valentine's. This is what you asked me, and I'm going to be as elaborate as possible. Since it's going to take time, I won't waste any more time. We are going to delve in it. I'm going to divide this history in four parts. The first part is prehistory, pre-Valentine's. The second part is Valentine's in his life. Third part is when he became canonized. Fourth part is Valentine's today. And maybe if I get time, I'll add the fifth part of how Valentine's expressed and came to Uganda. So without further ado, let's go into the history of Valentine's. Many people, many writings, when you ask about the history of Valentine's, they start with Valentine's in life. But that is like starting the history of NRM on the swearing in of 1986. Yes, that's when NRM government started. But you miss out on the war, on the bush. You cannot know NRM unless you know the five years of the bush. Or even... Museven's earlier years, since even 1979, the Amin War, and stuff like that. So you have to need the context that we start. And this starts in a pre-Roman Empire time. The time that we didn't have a lot of records. How did it come about? So in the pastoral communities of that time, there was an annual festival of the god called Rupakalia. Now, Rupakalia had a festival. Rupakalia was a god of fertility. And in fact, when the Romans came, some communities also called the Rupakalia god Februatus. Now, Februatus is where the name February came. So this festival of fertility is the festival actually that gave February, it's the month of February, its name in the Gregorian calendar. Remember the Gregorian calendar started in October 1584. Before then we didn't have 12 months, 30 days of a month, a year. We didn't have those demarcations. So we cannot even know when the festival of Rupakalia was, but it was roughly estimated when you uh, post it on the Gregorian calendar, which we use now, to be around February 14th. That festival was used to avert evil spirits and purify the villages or cities where the people stayed. And that would help them increase fertility. So, 
uh, young men were asked to bring a goat, usually a male goat, and a dog. Several families could bring one, but they would bring many goats and dogs and sacrifice them on the altar of Rupakaria. So the Rupakaria priests then would get the blood from this sacrifice and sprinkle it on the guys, the young, the young men who came to sacrifice. Then they would cut like whips from the skins of the slaughtered animals and give them to the boys. After the sacrifice, the boys would run into the streets with those whips. Whipping girls. Actually, girls would strategize themselves along the streets to be whipped. It was believed that a girl who was whipped by such a boy who has come out of the sacrifice of Rupakalia would get the blessings of fertility. She would get fertile and she would get a husband. So girls who needed husbands would be placed on the streets to be flogged by men who are running out of sacrificial temples of the god Rupakaria or Febriotus, as I told you. So these, men, these women who are whipped would then go and write their names and they put these placards into an urn or a, like a container at the temple of Rupakaria. And the city bachelors who had participated in that evening would go and randomly pick names from the urn. And whoever you picked became your wife. That was a festival that happened every 14th of February. But because it was before the Gregorian calendar, it happened around that time when it was plotted on the Gregorian calendar. The second part, we go now to the third Century. In the third century, uh, there was a Roman priest. Okay, now we have three different theories about Valentine's Day. By the way, when you study the whole history, you'll find that there are three different Valentines. Three different people for whom Valentine's is called. According to records, the first one was a priest called Father Valentines of Rome. He was martyred in 269 AD and he was canonized by Pope Galatius I in 496. The second record of Valentines is actually a bishop. He's called Bishop Valentines of Interama. Interama is modern day Teni in Italy. He was martyred in 273 AD. Actually, at the Diocese of Teni in, in Italy, there is a lot more literature about him. He lived in the village of Interama, but one time he visited Rome where he was, he was imprisoned and actually killed after being tortured. He was killed on 14th February, according to that record, 14th February 269 and was hastily buried in a cemetery. But his disciples and followers in Interama sneaked into Rome and retrieved his body and buried it. In literature, there is even a third reference to Valentine's, to another Valentine's, actually referred to in, this, in the Catholic Encyclopedia. But he was in, coming from the province of Africa, 
in the Roman Empire. But there is nothing much said about him. In fact, some historians think these three Valentines are one Valentine. But what comes out commonly is that Valentine's Day was a clergyman in the Roman Empire. So, towards the end of the Roman Empire, there was internal strife and external strife. The emperor of Rome was struggling to keep the empire together. There was external strife from the Gauls, the Slavs, uh, the Huns, the Turks, the Mongolians. And in fact, the emperor increased in the, uh, the army. He, he expanded the army, called a lot of people to expand the army, to fight this aggression, to keep the empire together. It had overexpanded. Now, when Emperor Claudius II became the emperor, came to the throne, he, f he actually came to the throne towards that time when the Roman Empire was being swayed here and there. He discovered that the soldiers were also not willing to fight the way Romans were known to fight. He thought it was because many of them were married. So he decided to ban marriage for soldiers. He argued that a married person is an emotional person. He doesn't want to die because he has children. He's missing his wife. He's missing his children. So he thought marriage was an encumbrance to fighting. So he banned marriage for soldiers. So soldiers were not, men actually were not supposed to be married because you had to be enlisted in the army compulsory. So those who retired were the ones supposed to marry. And so People who wanted to marry, that time Christianity had colonized marriage. You, you needed to marry in, a, in secrecy. And many Christian uh, clergy were arrested for having married people without permission or in secrecy. So a priest, Father Valentine, was arrested for marrying people in, against the edict by the emperor Claudius II. While in prison, he had also been arrested over other, other uh, crimes. He was called Asterius. In the prison, they met and argued over Jesus. And uh, Father Valentine's managed to convince um, the judge that Jesus was God. So the judge asked Valentine's, one last question. To prove if Jesus is God. To give him a miracle. The judge had a daughter who could not see. Who was blind. So the judge challenged Valentine's to use Jesus to cure his daughter. So Valentine's prayed over his daughter and the daughter recovered her sight. And the judge was excited. He decided to convert to Christianity. He got rid of idols, got baptized, and actually baptized all the 44 members of his household when he left prison. He started freeing Christians who had been arrested because of uh, being Christians. And soon after, Emperor Claudius discovered what was happening. So he arrested. He called Valentines to come. When he came, they started the similar argument about Jesus. But this time, did not want to hear Valentine's arguments for Jesus. He gave him two options. Either to renounce Christianity or to die. Valentine's chose death and he was beheaded. 
outside the Flaminarian Gate on February 14th, 269. But before his death, he wrote a love letter to Austerius's daughter, which he concluded from your Valentine. That became a catchword in later uh, Valentine Day times, as we shall see later. Now, with those two tomorrow, we shall continue to see how are these two connected, the death of this priest and the earlier fertility uh, festival. Thank you. We couldn't continue because of time. Next time, we shall tomorrow, we shall talk about then what happened. I wish you love. Love one, love your partner. I wish you happiness from Dr. Love. This is Love Podcast. Love Notes from Vision Podcast. I love you. You've been listening to the New Vision Podcast. The New Vision Podcast.